0: 10 seconds 5 seconds Luke will do the song. No, I'm
1: just the Robot and the Bear. <laughs> robot and the Bear. And I guess we're good.
0: Uh hasn't gone on yet. Really?
1: You know what? I have a feeling all this stuff like ends up in the Do you ever watch like the beginnings of the the pod... uh, the, the streams, Eric?
0: No. What happened?
1: Neither do I <laughs> so I have no idea like when it actually clicks on
2: yeah.
0: it's
1: probably been like you know all this is being broadcasted like right now it's just there's the, that lag
0: yeah so uh, it looks like we're on now okay okay I think so hard to tell sometimes yeah yeah you
1: know the song usually comes around when I'm like with people and it's because I'm so excited to actually be in the presence of human be- human beings that I'm <laughs> inspired to sing <laughs> and, <laughs> and um you know the zoom just doesn't like you know bring the song out of me sorry <laughs> Damn.
3: i only came yeah. here for a song
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh we are live now for you sure
1: yeah uh welcome to robot and the bear podcast number
0: 55 so we're starting over sorry 55 mm-hmm. um that was once I'm the Luke. speed limit right
1: that was speed once limit? the speed limit, yeah.
0: but cars have, 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 uh, have gone better, I guess. So wait, I wonder at what age, sorry, this is totally out of the, at what age does a person, like, would a kid be like, no, it was never 55? You know, like, they don't even know it to be 55. Has it been that long?
1: Probably millennials. Right? Like, They're like,
0: what? It was once 55?
1: Yeah, like unreal. Yeah. <laughs> when was it 55? <laughs> um, it was 55 in the 80s and into the early 90s
0: was it? I don't even remember.
1: Yeah, I remember like uh like yeah, 55 like throughout college. I I you know when I'd drive between school and um my parents' place. Wow.
0: You know. Okay. Five anyway, per hour. So there we go. We we are celeb- that's how we're celebrating episode 55. Yes, we're talking let's talk <laughs> about <the> speed limits. <laughs> talk, we're talking about speed limits. Yep. So we're we're joined by Leroy Myers. Hello. Hello. Yeah of wood uh, rocket st- yep of wood rocket and he's straight out of vegas right am i, am I wrong there
3: well right now i am yes i travel around a lot and awesome. uh i've lived in a lot of places but right now vegas
0: vegas and today you just said it's 110 degrees About
3: that yeah 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 uh i went outside uh, once made that mistake <laughs> uh, to feed a pigeon that landed in my backyard i gave it some water oh, and that poor pigeon. um i had to share the drinking bowl with it because mm-hmm. it was hot <laughs> so it wow. was, uh, he didn't like. It. I mean, wow. I assume a I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 uh, not a place for um, anybody not made of uh, of ice. But I guess you'd melt. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a good place. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not. It's not where uh, Luke. You would suffer, I guess, in Vegas. Oh, I
1: would never even entertain the idea of living intentionally in Vegas. I am it's <laughs> seven degrees here in beautiful Southern California and I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Like I don't like it, it's I lived just in the like...
3: valley though before before this. I lived in LA in the valley and it's basically the same temperature. Um, so I it just felt like home without traffic when I moved out here. So wow it, it made it made more sense. And I, I actually do like it here. I just don't like going out in the summer.
0: So you went from the Valley to Vegas. So th- I think anyone could surmise you're in the adult film industry. <laughs> yes,
3: yes. That, that, very good, yes. Um, pretty much, so that's, that's what it says on my, it's a map, a roadmap on my business card.
0: So this, wait, were, were you in, is it Chatsworth? Isn't that that's famous for being?
3: It was, yeah. Um, wow. I lived in Woodland Hills. I was right near there. Um, you know, 10 minutes to the studios that were there. Of course, there were a couple... Outside, like uh, Vivids, right off the highway, and uh, you know a few more that were downtown. But yes, uh, Porn Valley, mostly Chatsworth. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Is that so, what they call it in the industry, Porn Valley? I think they did. I think it was a pretty pretty well known nickname at the time. I don't think it's been Porn Valley, even though there's still still some studios there. It hasn't been that since I think Tube Sites took them over. You mm. know, uh, so probably. Wait, what's a tube site? Like a Pornhub or a you porn or, you know. Oh, right, free, like all these free streaming sites. Like the the porn version of YouTube. Right. So, okay. Um. Yeah, so since they took over and uh, even membership sites before that a bit. So probably the last time I would think that people really felt like it was Porn Valley was like 2010,
0: 2009, 2008, at least a decade mm. ago. Wow. A, I'm, like, I'm like isn't it still there I'm like okay, I guess it's not there anymore Pops
3: on his VHS porn And yeah it's wow. uh, it's been a while So, Wait, it's, so, gone.
0: so it's gone Was Is there it an gone exodus in the valley
3: area or... um, Yeah uh, it, There was an exodus I mean there were a couple exoduses Exoduses I don't know But uh, the first one was when uh, California really went For that condom mandate um, oh, There was yeah. a big one and then I think they tried again and then there were there's so many different little things but to be honest um California uh was needed when people needed studios you know then people were able to do it on their own you know they anywhere in the world really you know they could cam they could do clips they can shoot open up a studio anywhere so Uh, that's
0: like that was just the advent of all the just cheap digital ways to do it all digitally, right? Using uh, what it was, SLRs with digital. Now it's just what, iPhones with digital? just Yeah, using you can iPhone? do
3: anything. I think most people, a lot of people, because the cam model community is so big, I think there's probably still people that shoot, that just use a webcam to shoot. Wow.
0: You know,
3: um, it's it's kind of all over the place depending on the budget. But yeah, you could shoot it on your phone. You could shoot it on your iPad. Um, you could shoot it on your SLR, uh, which I would think most people do when they're shooting stuff but just because they're pretty cheap you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it it people left for so many reasons but uh the industry's probably been in chaos ever since so it's uh <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy it's wild west out there
1: wow. and i remember actually you invited me to the AVN's uh, a couple yeah. years back and
3: and you like, refused it because you hate porn I'm just Sorry, he came, he was there. He was No, there. no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> People who listen to this podcast know me well enough to know that I will take any advantage opportunity that uh, might be entertaining um, that comes along, comes our way and I attended and yes. it was just, it was like gigantic rooms dedicated to Pornhub, you know, hallways dedicated to my free cams, you know, and then like, you know, big ass rooms dedicated to like sex toys.
3: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that—that's a fraction of the size of what it used to be. Oh, you know, oh, we're, oh. we're
0: talking about uh, what is it? The adult, uh, what is it called? I don't even a- remember. ABN, what it's called.
3: adult uh, video I,
0: media. I, I went one time, so that used to be connected to CES. Right, right. right? So in the beginning, so, yeah, it,
3: it was. It was around the same time as first. It was connected to CES. Then it was. Um, just at the same time as CES, and then they played Follow the Leader a bit and one would be here, one there, and they both saw attendance fall a bit when neither was next to each other. And then again, I think it just kind of, as it moved further away from where CES is, so it hit the Hard Rock uh, Casino, um, it became less reliant on that and vice versa. Uh, so it's it's one of those things, but CES does allow some sex toys now, so we may be going back in time, and uh, and it may be connected again. Who knows? What's CES? um... Uh, Consumer consumer Electronics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So like when Sony would have a booth, and you would have like executives with you know the little CES tag, just like a Comic Con press, you know, a a badge. You could walk into the adult part of it, uh, which I went once, and it was right next door. So it wasn't connected like in the same room, but you would go out and then just go right in. And I think they would let you in with the CES badge.
3: At a certain point, And then they stopped yeah. doing that. Um, I don't know if you went while it was at the Venetian, maybe. I can't remember. I, don't, the Sands I, don't, I, just, Expo.
0: I just remember wherever CES was, it was like right next to it. You didn't, walking was like, I don't know. I felt like it was right next door, but you go inside and, and it, was, it felt like, I was like, this is just like CES. There were so many people with a CES badge in it.
3: Yeah, yeah yeah it and it just like everything else in porn it just kind of uh disappears it's uh it's uh it wow. is a i i i wish i could explain i can't even define what porn the porn industry is anymore really it's mm. uh and covid took care of whatever crumbs right. were Be- so before kind of we there. get there
0: before we get there how did you get into this?
3: Um, it's a very long story, so I'll give you the short version. Did you,
0: did you you start when it was film?
3: No, no. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I started in mainstream when that was film. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I always grew up kind of on the border. I loved like trauma growing up and like B movies and exploitation flicks. I never thought I would get into porn. It was never my intention to get in porn. I wasn't even a huge porn viewer. Um, I like like the classics when they were on you know cable in Canada I'm from Canada but basically I I got into it through softcore you know I had um some websites and then I I needed a job and I got a job offer from Hustler TV in Canada and I worked there um after film school after working uh with mainstream comedians and then working in TV. I was a TV executive at one point in Canada. Um, So I did acquisitions, I did programming, um, but you know, things just work out. I worked with a lot of adult guys basically uh, buying for pay-per-view and, but I had production way before that and uh, writing and directing uh, indie stuff stand-up comedy things, things like that. And uh it just kind of evolved. I i some of I became friends with some of them, including Scott who owns New Sensations, which was a studio that did a lot of gonzo and some and some features. And basically but what's at- what's
0: gonzo? Yeah, I was
3: <laughs> what is Gonzo that? is like I think what in the early two thousands, maybe even the nineties was like the majority of porn. You don't need a lot of storyline, a lot of like looking at the camera. It's okay to say that it's there. Uh, the girl may do a strip tease or the guy, somebody may do a strip tease. And then, uh, it kind of goes into quick intro and then into sex.
0: Oh, so there's no story.
3: Not really. No, no. So, (laughs) and that was like the majority of stuff in in the two th- early 2000s, you know, it was a lot of that. And, uh, but because of that, a lot of it kind of seemed repetitive and things like that. Um, a couple people did parodies. So there was a Brady Bunch parody and there was Nail and Palin. And um, basically, I was asked if I could write a script. And so I wrote a script for New Sensations. I wrote they First, they wanted um, a comedy about a a porn a porn office, so an office in Chatsworth, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I wrote it. Uh, it was okay. And then we talked, and we figured, well, why don't we do the Office? It had just come on in America, probably second season for season. And I I watched the British version, and then I watched some of it, and I'm like, you know, we could do a parody of it. It'd be the first porn with awkward pauses that you know we're we're intentional and Mm -hmm. uh so i wrote up the office of triple x parody and um six months later i had seen him and they still hadn't done it and uh i had left my tv gig and uh basically asked me if i wanted to direct it and i had to think about it because i didn't really have an urge to direct porn it wasn't my thing i liked writing scripts uh but i said okay And so I did it. I shot it in December of 2008. Um, And I basically shot it, released it, didn't really hear much from anybody. I wrote a few more scripts and shot them around to other uh, studios, and nobody was interested. Not one studio said yes. Um, But then a funny thing happened. the Office of Triple X Parody became one of the best sellers of that year and uh, it killed. And people saw it and, like, you know, mainstream media picked it up. And uh, then I was offered more movies to direct. So I directed a ton for them. And then I left there and I did a ton for a, no- a bunch of other studios. And then I started Wood Rocket with my friends. And uh, here we are. <laughs> We've done a lot wow. of, probably, directed I mean I don't know how many parodies probably about 150 parodies and then probably a thousand or a couple thousand scenes I'm not sure I I haven't done the math but (laughs) not porn scenes yeah Um, that's a lot yeah yeah that was a a short version of the story by the way yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) do do you edit them also because if you're the filmmaker you're the director you're probably not operating a camera but, Sometimes but, you
3: know. I operate the camera. So in the beginning I wouldn't touch a camera and then I realized how boring it is during a sex scene because you don't really need to tell people that have had sex in a sex scene a million times when there's really only five or six positions they can do and open up for the camera, you know, so that the camera can capture it. Um, so I got really bored and then I started running second cap- camera. Um, and, uh, but... Um, sometimes I, I edit it. It really depends. Um, I would say I've edited probably about 60% of what I do. My wife's done a lot of them. My wife's a much better editor than me. Um, and even if I edit it, my wife cleans up the editing. She's like a master of effects and titles and, and graphics. Um, but yeah, I rarely have I ever had anybody else edit it. Um, oh. I like the editing. I I really enjoy editing these things.
0: All right, so I guess the, since you're on robot and the bear, I mean, is this? Do you are you? Is this an art form to you, or are, is this like porn? This, yeah, is or this, robot this and the ge- bear.
1: No,
3: yeah, what you do? Yeah,
0: I'm just wondering how picky I mean you robot are. and like the it, bear you
3: know? art. Um, <laughs> what I do? Uh, no, I I mean maybe there's some people that a lot of people I know. There's been this debate in porn because there was this there was this european director who would go around going what we do is art and it's magical and it made me want to puke to be honest um i i do what i do i don't i don't know that it's been called art but probably by crazy people i i just i don't think of it as art at all i can't see the art in it i it's almost like hardcore sketch comedy is that I, 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 that's the way I've always kind of pictured it. I'm like, if I was doing SNL, it would have more, uh, tits and ass and penetration. I don't know if I can, can I curse? I don't even know. If I, I yeah. Can. Yeah. Sure. All right. Not. Fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I just, I think the sex makes it weirder and funnier and edgier if, but not more of an art form. I don't, again, People will disagree with me and they're welcome to. You know, what I, I, I do I, is not art.
1: <laughs> Every time I see a frame or a trailer or anything that from that you've produced, it instantly ins- inspires an emotional response. Like, oh my fucking God, what the fuck am I looking at? And... This is my
3: favorite response, by the way. That's the <laughs> response I
1: love. <laughs> and like... I think things that elicit, like creations, like we're talking about like, you know, something that is created by, you know, by human beings that can elicit that kind of an emotional response, like starts like, you know, like tinkering with something close to artistic it may not be like, oh, it's beautiful, which I think most people want to believe art should be, but like, (laughs) but, you know, but I think that like, there's something like, you know, like, but shock art is still art, right?
3: Yeah, but it's, it's a weird one, you know? Like, can you define everything that's created as art? I think is what it comes down to if you're gonna say, is all entertainment art is all you know I think it's a it's a weird you know what I, I don't want to get into the philosophy but you know what is art is what it comes down to and you know it's it's a hard one to really you know to to get there I don't know I don't know I wouldn't define it as art and I think I'm not offended if somebody defines it as art but I, I love art. And so it's, that part offends me a little bit where like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't rank what I do up there with what you do or with, you know, the gallery and that, you know, it's, it's, it's more entertainment than art. Even if it's reaction, it's more jackass than, um, you know, uh i can't think of a uh, then i can't think of an amazing show that you know it's it's just one of those things i don't know you know just just because we made it and it it gets some sort of reception and it evokes emotion Mm -hmm. um is everything that's uh that provocates something you know does that make it art if it's created i don't know i I know some
1: people would argue that it is and it does and some people would argue that it doesn't and and i i don't think that there is like you know like are movies art or they are they just entertainment
3: right yeah and some people's are art and some are entertainment i believe but yeah i don't know what the line is
0: so i I was are you a filmmaker would you consider yourself that would you say hey i'm a filmmaker no No, no would it no.
3: Okay. I don't. I don't even know what I define myself as exactly. You know, I really don't. I'm. I don't know what it is. I like. I can say, look, I'm a pornographer, but I don't really think of myself as a pornographer, um, because I'm not aiming. Again, and definitions, right? I'm not aiming for for everybody to get off to my stuff. I don't really care if they do or they don't. I hope they do, or I hope they don't. I don't care as long as. People watch it. Um, I make what I make, and I don't know why I make it exactly for laughs. Is one thing. For I mean, I don't try to shoot a shitty sex scene, so I hope. I guess I hope people do get off to it. Um, but it almost doesn't. It doesn't matter to me, you know. The angrier people get with my stuff, the funnier I find it. Um, <laughs> And yet I still want some people to like it. So I don't know. I don't know what it is I do. I don't know what reception I'm looking for. Is it art? I I don't. It's really weird for me to even think of it. Um, When Mm -hmm. I put somebody, when I spray somebody yellow and put them in a Simpsons costume and make a live action Simpsons parody, it's weird to me to even think. (laughs) That sounds amazing, right? Well, we did it and it's a walk on a set And even I'll say to everybody, I'll be like, do you see this shit? This is surreal. (laughs) Like, this is crazy. Um, It's almost like I'm doing what I would do at 18 as like my dream job. Um, Obviously you do it enough, it gets repetitive, but um, I love like doing this. And I don't know what it is. I, I can't call it work. I can't call it art. I can't call it entertainment. I think um, I'm fucked if I want to define it. I don't know what it is. Don't
0: bother. Yeah. yeah. I, the great thing yeah.
3: is, if I tell somebody, hey, I made the Strokemon porn, um, <laughs> most people have seen it, or at least seen a photo of it or a meme based on it, and they go, oh, you're crazy. And if that's the way they define me, I'll, I'll take it. I, I, I'm not an artist. I'm crazy.
0: So, in the adult industry, are you an? Would you consider yourself an insider, or are you kind of an outsider?
3: Both. Um, I'm. I think Wood Rocket feels to me like an an island. Um, it's always kind of felt like an island. I've felt, even when I first started in porn and the opportunities to party and do the porn lifestyle were there, I always went home and hung out with my crew. And we barbecue in the valley and stay away from most other people. I like other people. I just, not a people person and I'm not a drug person and I'm not, I don't, I barely drink. Um, I just, we've always kind of both been an island. Um, So, but I've been in it long enough at this point that I guess I'm an outsider, uh, an insider. Um, I know what's going on. I've been a part of, I think seeing the politics of it and all the issues that have come up, and to be honest, there's nothing holding the community together really anymore when there's an issue. So uh, during COVID, you know, and people don't know what to do, and they're even just looking for a, a person to talk to that understands them um, or is willing to listen. I've been there. I like, I like it. I believe, you know, and when assaults happen in the industry. Um, because, you know, you can't guard the gate. People do get in that are in it to touch people and to hurt people because they think it's fun. I'm there to try and stop it. You know, I consider um, I consider sex workers in the industry my friends. You know, I, I want to make sure everybody's okay. I also, as a business owner in the community, um, you know, you have to be responsible. You have to help you know, the rest of the industry. So on that aspect, I've been forced into being an, an insider. But will I ever be in the Avian Hall of Fame? Um, probably not. I mean, they've let people in that I I, I go, what? But, uh, but at the same yeah. time, mm-hmm. I just, over the last bit, I opened my mouth. I don't like people, you know, helping preserve tradition in, in an industry that, does have assaults and does have, um, you know, a lot of things that, that racism, all sorts of things that, you know, need to be changed. Um, and, you know, so I don't know if I'm an insider because I don't agree with how a lot of the insiders keep shittiness going, um, wow. but I consider myself
0: that's the stuff you see in movies, I guess, right?
3: Yeah, and it's not all like that, but that's the stuff where if <laughs> you see it every day, right?
0: I mean, you know, like the, the depiction of it is uh, sleazy and drugs and... Right, right. I and don't know. I, I don't know if, it, if it's... Gla- that's the old old version of it. You know, that's right. sort of like the, the Boogie Nights version. The new version to me would be kind of scary. I don't even want to think of what it's like. It's actually
3: the... probably healthier now as really? okay. because... There was a time, I think, uh, people, you know, old schoolers, really, you know, people in the early 2000s, early. <laughs> That's old school. I, well, for now it is. Uh, people move, they they turn around fast. Um, in the 90s, in the 80s, anybody I've met, they tell me different stories. Um, here's the thing, for every hundred people doing it right, one person doing it wrong is going to make the industry look like shit. Um, but at the same time, if the industry allows that one person to continue to do that, um, then the industry should look like shit. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't like looking like shit. Um, I have worked hard to, to be professional and enjoy my work at the same time. Um, I, I can go, I can show my face in public at any adult industry thing and not regret something I've done except maybe like yell at somebody or, you know, but everybody in the industry should be like that, right? And uh, it's like the art industry. It's like, you know, if there's one gallery owner that's terrible, you know, it's not gonna, that it won't destroy the industry, but it does kind of shine a light on everybody.
1: Um, well, it messes it up for people who maybe for the first time going to an art show, Attend a, sh- a shitty like show it it's going to make them like this it's going to discourage people from wanting to go out and explore other you know things exactly I, it's 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 sim- I guess it's somewhat similar but it's on a very you know microcosmic kind of it, like so imagine
3: if art was an exploitation industry it was imagine if art drove it isn't well okay on a different <laughs> level how about that um. If it was bodies, if it was the things that sell newspapers, the things that sell magazines, the thing that gets clicks, right? So you put an article about porn about this guy did this or this person did that, or porn's bad, it's gonna get a lot more notice, and then everybody, because nobody has an inside into porn. It's not like it's out. The insides are not they're not that they're not showing to everybody um, you know, as far as the industry goes. Um, so it's reflective, it's reflected onto the industry. Um, so we can't get away with anything, but you know, it's an industry that's an exploitation industry. So people expect it. And it's, it's this weird catch 22 where, um, if something happens, it's, um, you know, if something happens, it's, uh, just, it's seen everywhere and so everybody re- assumes it's everybody.
0: Are you referring to Ron Jeremy in any way? Because I just saw it on the news. Is it yesterday or today? Just, was, Oh, I don't know oh. what
3: happened yesterday or today, but I know he's one of the ones that has oh, come out in the last he's getting in
0: Yeah. He's getting in trouble. Uh, I don't know what is a court case against him, rape, 20 years of abuse and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Uh, I was like, that guy was almost a house. Well, he is a household name enough where they could just say Ron Jeremy. They don't even need to say adult star.
3: (laughs) Right. And you can watch like documentaries with him and, you know, video footage of him. And it looks like I'm not, you know, again, I, I can think of a documentary where it just seems he's a touchy feely guy. And, you know, what could he get away with for so long? But part of that's on the industry for sure you know, allowing people to get away with things like that. Um, You know, if he's had a reputation for years of not being a great person or being, or touching people or assaulting people or raping people, um, it's not like quiet in the industry that there are people that have been saying it for years that he touched me and I, I didn't condone it. I didn't, there was no consent. There are things like that Um, That have been said, but the industry hasn't stopped it, you know? So part of me is glad the industry is where it is, where there's people living in Minnesota now shooting porn, And there's people in here and they don't have to rely on a studio because to be honest, maybe it's karma, you know, that a lot of studios are getting shut down, you know, that people are pirating more than they're paying for things like that. That doesn't help people working, at home in Minnesota, because if you're pirating this, you're probably pirating that too. And they can't make a living doing one of the most watched entertainment forms in the world, right? But it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of uh, like I said, the Wild West. It's, um, wow. It's, I would think
0: I would think by now it would have funneled into something really refined but it's weird to hearing that it's actually the wild west now. It should have
3: and it sort yeah. of did in the early 2000s and late 90s business people took took things over right and business people started things up. The problem is um sometimes business people do bad things also and sometimes they let people get away with shit. I mean Again, we're seeing it in every industry. Me too is, I don't see it as you know anything but helpful for industries like ours where you know sex workers aren't treated like human a lot of times. They're not respected. If they get raped or assaulted or abused, people are like, well, they're sex workers.
0: That's part of the job, right? right that's kind of right. what they would say. You and, know?
3: and that's the thing because the outside world thinks of it that way. Some of the people on the inside you know, had thought about it that way too. And I think that's how we get people like Ron Jeremy situations and the other situations that are, that have happened. Right. Um, And it's a shame because there are a lot of very good people in the industry. I, I loved the industry right now. I'm not so happy with it because Ron Jeremy happens and then everything else gets ignored. Um, you know, Black Lives Matter happens and we look, we focus on racism in the industry. And then like the rest of our industry, we're an exploitation industry. So we watch for trends. So as soon as that trend dies down a bit, people kind of ignore it and move on. Um, it's, it's, it's a weird place. So I don't mind. That's where the island part comes in. I can run a respectable business in porn and i can be proud of what we do um, well we make strokey mod i can only be so proud but <laughs> yeah. it's it's you know it's one of those things where i can watch what we do and i can make sure everybody on my team does the right things and treats people right.
0: So back to that AVN award. I think the way you said, you said you'll never win one. Maybe you'll get that lifetime achievement. No, that's what I meant.
3: So I've won a bunch of AVN awards. Oh, you have. Okay, But I've never the hall of fame.
0: Oh, you might get um, that one day, but you're going to be really old. Like, don't be like, ah, he did a good job for 45 years. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't give it to you then.
3: I'm going to be honest. And I've said this part of me would like one, but Part of me would reject it. I don't think I'd want it, really. I I do my own thing. I I don't need an award as a pat on the back. I used to. My ego was fragile enough that I used to need people to go, hey, I love this, and you deserve that, and you're the best at this. And everything has its stuff with it. It's got baggage. It's got, you know, so... There's ones that I prefer to win that I'm happy about, but the fact that I'm surviving, I'm paying my bills, I'm making this stuff I wanna make, I work with people I like. To be honest, I work with Pornhub right now. We do a lot of stuff with Pornhub and they're the easiest people I've worked with in porn. Um, They've been great. Um, it's, It's one of those things where I'm in a happy spot even during COVID, I'm in a happy spot with my company. Um, I'm still doing... We've evolved, but I'm still doing the things that I want to do. Um, yeah, I just... I don't need the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Is there an artist Hall of Fame?
0: No, not, not in our industry. But if
3: like, if there was, though, do you need I guess it?
0: G- getting into a museum like a real oh. serious museum that's kind of a hall of fame right yeah, if yeah. if uh the mocha new york or MoMA, whatever right you know yeah like that. collections that's
3: collections or something like yeah. that that's okay so funny. i'll give you i'll give you a perfect example for that there's an i there's 15 award ceremonies for porn um let's say avn being the biggest you know uh maybe Pornhub. they came after that but they're They're probably the biggest now, but AVN because it's that classic name. It's like Playboy. It's you know, um, they do it every year, you know, and they give out like a thousand awards, and everybody's gonna be. I mean, I'm you know, we when we put up stuff, we're nominated like thirty to sixty awards, you know, like it's it's you win a couple, and it's nice to win them, but it's not necessary, you know. It's There's so many people that do good stuff and do interesting things. And there are people that are so overlooked in our industry. Um, You know, and I just, there's some like, okay, I did a bunch of porn musicals and I was really happy to win like a soundtrack award. You know, like that was fun, but it's still a novelty. Like, I mean, I don't need it. Um, My crew was happy. The guy that did music was happy. Um, because of what we do and the craziness to win the most outrageous sex scene. Yeah, that's fun. We won that for a puppet porn we did. Um, but I also know there's years where we do the craziest shit ever and it doesn't win it. So how can I think, oh, I need it to survive, you know? Like, fuck it. I'm, I'm happy. If I never win another porn award, totally cool. I don't give a shit. Um, if I get to make strokey mod 2, I'm that's my award. That's that's it. Um, that's yeah, I I, I just Wait, are, you, are you hinting
1: at something here, Corey? Are
3: you uh, may, uh, maybe I might be I might be hinting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I to be honest, I'm not shooting shit right now. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm Was not on the set. You mean COVID, COVID
0: time because yeah. of COVID?
3: Yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna shoot again. Um, I have a studio. I've got a giant studio. We rent it out, but, you know, we minimal crews. So like two people, three people, they have to get tested before. Um, We have to scrub it down and we pick a path. So this hallway to this room, this room, and this room, those are open. Everything else is closed. It's locked. And it gets scrubbed, you know, right before, right after. Um, I don't, if that has to happen, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe leaving my house right now. Uh, I rarely, I, I haven't eaten out with the exception of this weekend because I left my house for a weekend to go to my business partner and friend's place where they've stayed away. I quarantined for a week before going out. I haven't. Eaten anything that I haven't cooked Since wow. March First week wow. of March um, wow. They ordered pizza And they got like Wendy's And I took the chance You know but I'm I don't trust anything right now
0: uh, You should watch our last episode Maybe that'll help because uh, I, I think I po- will Like tra- Transmission from food And even food handling was really? I, know, I guess yeah it's low It's very low I just I feel like but can it, be, uh, you know,
3: can it all be tested though?
0: And oh, do you I mean, know where everybody there, gets it from? Yeah, there's probably a small, 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 small chance, I guess, but for the most part, it seemed like that's the easy part. My you know, my like, wife like, said like, so, but
3: yeah. I, I'm it's it's so weird. It's like Yeah. It's it's just I think because when I was a kid, I worked at like subways. And I know friends that worked in fast food joints. And I know that I didn't give a shit. You know, so I don't. I know that I, my, with my luck, I'm gonna get somebody that doesn't give a shit putting my food together, and I'd rather cook. You know, at that
0: yeah. point, I'm just well, like, you know, you're in Vegas, just leave it, just take that food, put it outside for like a minute. It'll die. <laughs> yeah. To it'll be die. fair,
3: if I put it outside, the scorpions will eat it first. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: So I'm curious, you've got all these parodies and there's some funny names. Like that's all you, is that you doing that? I mean, I have a team, Yeah, you know,
3: um, I wasn't allowed. So I started by working for new sensations and other studios. And at the time the lawyers there named them, they're like, we don't want to get sued. What's the safest possible thing. So everything, when I started, um, ours were the name of the thing we're parodying hyphen a triple X parody. You know, so the big Lebowski, hyphen a triple X parody. Um uh Seinfeld the triple X parody, the office a triple X parody. Everything was like that. So by the time I left and, and I started this company and my lawyers have are amazing now. They're the best. Um and they gave me some good advice and that was if you parody something and it's a clear parody, you'll win a court case. You can't stop people from suing you, but you'll win. And um, the title is a parody. It's a title. You know, it it goes into it. The movie itself is the thing we're parodying. And I went hog wild on what we named. and. Uh, we we have a good time doing it. I'm going to say sometimes we don't get it right. Sometimes <laughs> there's things that were already named similar things. And because I want um, mainstream media to pick it up, it's a big source of our traffic. Um, I can't always use the word dick or fuck or the things I necessarily, my go-tos. So mm. I have to be almost pg-13 dirty um when i do it um so yeah uh myself and my team will throw things out uh sometimes it'll take us a minute and sometimes i remember the mighty the mighty morphin power rangers parody right it took forever to come up with and uh the teenage being so That one was still simple and stupid. Like you'll sit back. This is how you know I'm not an artist. It's just mighty. It took like two weeks to come up with Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers. Like it's you Mm -hmm. know, but um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also took a long time, and it's my favorite title that we came up with, and that's Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. And maybe there's an art to that. So (laughs) I'll take that one. Um, But yeah, that my favorite parts honestly are um the title and cutting the trailer those are my two favorite things um, so are,
0: how much how much are you getting sued or is that still happening then
3: no i've um been threatened
0: like nickelodeon
3: no no um and i'm going to say i think part of it is you know they it's a parody i make sure our stuff's parody so right my lawyers are pretty confident we would win a court case.
0: Yeah. But still, I think that some of these places just want to sue people.
3: I, I think <laughs> that it's harder for them yeah. to have their name in an article with the word porn than it is, you know, so if uh, Disney sues us, there's Disney and porn in the same title of a, of a thing. there's Nickelodeon and porn in the same sentence.
0: And, and you'll make sure that happens. Right.
3: Damn right. Um, I'm going to tell you a perfect example. <laughs> okay. So, um, when i was at New sensations i produced uh, a movie um for a director sam Hain, and it was an x-files parody and we were calling it the x-files a triple x parody and fox sent us a cease and desist letter and that cease and desist letter was super official it said you may not use uh the x-files as a title You may not use Mulder and Scully as, as names, and you don't ever think about X-Men. They were, they were, they knew there's an X in it. We're going after it. (laughs) So um, they, they warned us and, um, and we did it. We, we called it the sex files. Uh, We thought it was a better name. Anyways, we kept Mulder and Scully and um, we didn't touch X-Men. We did a couple scenes later, but they're not really an X Men parody. But um, we put out a press release when they sent it, and when we put out the movie, and it must have sold when we were selling DVDs. You know, an extra, you know, five hundred thousand dollars worth of DVDs. So it's it. They helped us more than they hurt us. Um, And the thing is, though, we are always prepared to go to court. That's the thing. I know it can happen. My partners know it can happen. We have some of the best first amendment lawyers in the country. Um, So it will be expensive, but we're willing to pay the price for free speech. So yeah, I'm confident. I stand behind our stuff. I'm ready to go to court if we have to. Hopefully they don't because they'll know in advance. A, we'll use it to our advantage for exploitation (laughs) you know, to sell a couple more copies. Uh, But, you know, B, they are going to be listed with uh, you know, porn. So, Fox porn, Disney porn, whatever it is. And then on top of that, there's a chance we'll win. Um, There are people that have lost in the past, but they haven't concentrated on making parodies. They're doing like, here's a uh, here's some fan fiction, or here's you know, just a, a porno spin on the story. Arthur parodies, we make sure of it.
0: So, yay parodies, what's that? Yay, parodies, yay, parodies.
3: Yes, yeah. we're doing uh, Luke's Bears next.
0: Yes, don't we... sue
3: us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I have to be a part of the project for it yeah. to work to... out. <laughs> uh, Corey, uh, you, you seem to get a lot of mainstream, like, um, like modern mainstream. Kind of coverage, like um, uh, what was it like BuzzFeed? Um, uh, uh, is a, you you show up a lot on BuzzFeed. I have forwarded you stuff that like is apparently old news to you. Well,
3: I mean, <laughs> I, my job is fifty percent, you know, making porn, fifty percent tracking who's who's writing about it. Mm. Um, you know, so again, everything is about traffic nowadays. So I just need to see. Who's promoting it? Who's doing that? And luckily, we make some stuff that's weird enough that people pick up.
1: I'm curious about the ask a porn star stuff. I've, I, it's actually one of my favorite things that you've oh, thank created. You. Like, I, I've watched almost all of them. They're on YouTube, um, and they are. I mean, they it's adult content, but it's not like nudity or anything, and it's just very honest questions about, you know, what it's like being you know, a porn star, or right. a sex worker, and um, you get, like, a, a, all, like, quite responses that are across the board, like, are you recording these specifically for the this, like, like, are you bringing people in,
3: or, yeah, yeah, know? so, um, when we started Wood Rocket, so in 20, I think we started working it, on it in 2011, our like official hard launch was like 2013 in January. Mm-hmm. Um, when we started, we, were, we had to find our way for the first couple of years. So our goal was, hey, how do we do um, a tube site with original content, uh, no piracy allowed on it, um, you know, really try and do it? And we started to do it and the cost was Astronomical. You know, and to keep up with the other guys with our competitors, where they had at the time, you know, 50,000 scenes or whatever, it's hard to compete with that. So we thought, okay, what do we do well? What do we do that makes us stand out? And we thought, okay, parodies for sure. Let's do parodies. Let's do the stuff we're known for. But something we used to do when we were putting out DVDs is uh, the BTS, so behind the scenes so like everybody else you try to fill up dvds with interviews with bloopers with trailers with all that stuff right cheap cheap stuff you can get while you're on set and so we thought oh let's do that we have a lot of it already let's do it and then we started going well what if what if we did this different what if we did it we have a good relationship with a lot of people um again we're we're people that have fun on set. People know that when they come to our sets, we're honest. We're not harassing anybody. We're we're, you know, trying to have a good time and we're trying to make something that we all are happy about having done in the end. So people open up and the conversations behind the scenes are real life. Hey, you're my friend and not hey, you do porno. But at the same time, this is our job. So just like when you guys have conversations about, you know, um, uh, a paintbrush or a, a show or it happens, you know, it that kind of or I ran into this artist or I did, it. it's part of your life, you know, um, also, but it's more honest and it's more open. When you do an interview for a porn DVD or for mainstream media, you're in that mode, you're in porn mode. So we call it porno mode, you know, it's, it's, um, oh, me? No, I was a virgin and now I'm a whore. That's, that's like the stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's done over and over and you say the same things. And it's, it, it's not what anybody get the stuff behind the scene. The real behind the scenes is what people don't get a glimpse of. And that's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're doing this before anal. Don't do that. Like that's, you know, don't, don't do that. And, oh, you're new to a set? Don't do that. Or, oh, this crazy shit happened to me here. Or, what's your favorite band? Do you believe in ghosts? Like real, across the board, right? So we thought, what if we asked honest questions, mix in some crazy, funny questions, and do it like that? And we started to do it, and we launched a site with a different version of it, we launched a site with um, one porn performer answering answering five to ten different questions in one interview, and nobody watched it. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody seen them. Um, they were they were okay, but it didn't click. Um, cut to twenty thirteen, I think, or and. Um, we had a guy from UpRocks, uh, 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 Vince Mancini from UpRocks, uh, come out to AVN. And uh, what's UpRocks? UpRocks um, up is up? a giant blog. It's a uh, it's oh, okay. a huge uh, website, uh, mainstream, and he does the film reviews and things like that. It's okay. It's there's a lot out there, right? Um, yeah. But he he came in and he was following us around, and he wrote an article on going to the AVNs and. Super nice. Got along with him really, really well. I like him very much. Um, and we were talking and I said, you have any suggestions for questions before we even started doing the questions. And he said, what if you ask all of them um, about deflate gate? It's when deflate gate happened in football,
0: football, yeah. um,
3: where, uh, you know, they shrunk the ball. They let, let some air lose the ball easier to,
0: So then he could, the quarterback can grip that ball more and just really control it. Right. Exactly. Throw it better. Yeah.
3: So we did it and it got me thinking, well, what am I doing at the old way of nobody's What if we do it, we ask all of them the same question and we cut them together and we jump cut them. And um, yeah, uh, Luke, you said it. I mean, we do this. This is our frame, you know? Um, Sometimes it's a little wider, but I want people, even though sometimes there's some cleavage or some other stuff. Yeah, usually,
1: I, like sometimes you have to blur out the boobs. And stuff. Right.
3: Yeah. But it's, I want people to see people, porn, the people that I'm friends with as human. So I'm asking human questions and I'm asking them to treat it like a regular job. And I'm asking for honesty. They can skip any questions they don't want to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, But I will sit down and I will be behind the camera. Sometimes somebody else, like we have other people shooting it, um, the same questions. Uh, But I ask them to be behind the camera. They look at the camera and they give honest answers. And then we will ask follow-ups to make sure. So if they say something that I know somebody doesn't know outside of it. So I'll give you an example. They may say uh, we may say, "What's it like to go do a set daily?" And they'll be like, "Well, I'll get the set and I'll do my girly stuff." And you'd have no idea what that is. And I have to think like somebody who's never, never been on a porn set before, doesn't know the terminology. So um, I go, "Okay, can you explain what girly stuff is?" After they're done answering the questions, and I'll cut that in. Um, and so, uh, just so you know, girly stuff is. The hygiene stuff they do before. So it's douching, it's enemas if they're doing an anal scene, it's um, all that stuff. They go to the bathroom and they clean up basically before a scene. Um, so I'm trying to think of how to teach people that watch a lot of porn or watch some porn, you know, because so many people are watching it, that there's humans behind this and we have a sense of humor about what we do. And It's also a job, so it makes it weirder, and we see that. So I'm trying to combine all of it. So I think it comes out more of a comedy when when it's cut together, and I cut it so that it's funny. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, and once in a while, it can't be so. There's one episode that was not funny, and it went viral. A lot of people watched it, which was porn stars read their hate mail. And it's not like Jimmy Kimmel, and it's not like that because – it gets fucking dark. Wow. Um, it is something that's just, you wouldn't wish that on anybody. Wow. Um, you know, as so things like that I take seriously. I try not to, I try to cut out the stuff that I know is good. If somebody says something also that I know they're not thinking it's going to harm them, um, I know it's going to come. If I think it's going to come back and bite them in the ass, I'll cut it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and if an episode sucks we put it aside i don't i don't use anything i think sucks you know so um yeah i'm i'm proud of that series to be honest i'm as proud of that as something i put in as the work i put into a parody you know i i like asking questions i like interviewing people and i think interviewing porn stars because my insider part the insider part of me knows the stuff that they go through some of it But I'm going to tell you, every day I shoot one of these, and I'll shoot, sometimes I'll shoot four, five, six in a day. Um, Something always surprises me. There's always something I've never heard of. There's something that makes me gag a little. There's something that I'm just blown away by. Um, Somebody will tell me a story. There was a day um, in our last, this current season, I'm putting up some lost episodes right now that we had sitting around I never put up. Um, But in our last season, there was a day that I shot three or four fetish performers. Mm -hmm. And the things they were talking, telling me, there's one about eating dog food, there's one about being tied up and turned into a human piano. there, there's some crazy shit out there. Again, cra- they know it's it's like weird. Not everything is weird to every some people are just vanilla, and seeing this makes them go, oh, anal sex is above and beyond. This is like stuff above and beyond. The people doing it know that even if it's their kink, they know that it's out of, that it's extraordinary. And I'll tell you how I know, because our most popular episodes, and I ask this almost every season, are what's the weirdest scene you've done or the craziest scene? And they always have an answer. And it's always a scene that they just do, you know, and it may be something they're into. They'll always start with, well, crazy for people watching, not for for me, (laughs) you know, so they know. They know that. It's extraordinary circumstances, what they do. Um, and I, I appreciate that they let people into the world. They don't have to be honest. They're they're not getting paid a lot of money to do this. In the beginning, when we do them at AVN, we weren't paying anybody, anybody anything. They were doing interviews, you know? Um, and now we pay a little, it's not a ton, you know? We don't make any money off of these things. Um, YouTube does not give us, we're not monetized on anything. Um, we try, we put them, we have a series on, of it on Amazon Prime. Um, oh. And let me tell you, the checks for $300 really roll in. So uh. we don't make <laughs> as much on revenue as we put into making them. Right. Um, wow. But we like doing it. And I think it's helpful. And I think it's fun. And I like it. We do it, maybe it's ego thing right now. You know, I really like that people like it, you know. Why don't you
0: monetize it?
3: Oh, we, even, first of all, even when we we had it monetized. Um, But as soon as you use the word porn or adult or triple X, they put you in the lowest monetization package. So we would get, some had 10 million views. And I'd get $100. Um, Wow. But now they've demonetized anything they deem not um, G-rated. So, um, you know, we just do it. for. We have a lot of viewers on it, so I'm not going to screw them over. Um, You know, eventually we'll do an Ask a Porn Star Live or something like that. And, you know, that'll make it worthwhile financially. But, you know, we, we have fun doing it. I really enjoy doing it. You know the same way you guys enjoy doing a podcast. This is my podcast. Right. I had a podcast. <laughs> that's actually that's where I met Luke. By the way, um, yep, there was so a Wood that's... Rocket podcast. Um, yeah, but we stopped doing it years ago, uh, and we've turned to Ask a Porn Star. You know, so that's how I get my interviewing out. Cool. It, 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 it is
1: a great series. But um, I, I, I was on. I want to also ask you like one of the reasons like, like why you, like i met you was because uh, i think you fall fo- you started following me on twitter or something Probably, like that yeah
3: i'm a, i'm and, a fan of your work so
1: and you know so, even
3: before we're friends i was a fan yes. of your work
1: yeah and and i was kind of and i was I, I i was checking out like you know when you know because i don't have a lot of followers on twitter so when people follow me like i'll get um get like a notification and I'll check out like you know who they are and it was like Leroy Myers and I clicked on it and like it was you know adult film producer and I was just like what like this is (laughs) this is like you know the a door opening to that David Cho (laughs) lifestyle (laughs) like you know I think a lot of artists really want and um you know and um so, you know, we started like, talking and became friends and, but I was kind of, I was impressed by the fact that you work with a lot of different, like professional artists. Um, yeah. From, you know, comic book artists to even like myself or the Suck Lord, um, you, you know, your fandom, you, you're, you're able to bring a lot of, you know, different elements, outside elements around your orbit um, for like the the wood rock, like you had Suck Lord do a figure, uh, right? A series of figures, uh, yeah. That yeah, you yeah. pulled at ABN last year.
3: Yeah, and we still have a couple on our side. So <laughs> but <laughs> no, um, I myself and Seth, Seth's Beard, who I've known since kindergarten, he helps run Wood Rocket. Mm-hmm. At, we're we're art fans. Um, he was like a print fan, and I started with prints but i always we've always both been into like you know the toys we had growing up and that turned into vinyl toys and art toys and then he got into prints and um what's the website uh expresso beans and and those guys and we made a lot of friends through there i i i'm different i mean he likes it paintings also things like that I like the texture of a painting I like to know the technique behind a painting I like seeing what you can see in a painting that you can't see in a print uh, and or in an art toy there's something that I really love about that you know so I can I'll stand and stare at a painting for a long time Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm we're art fans you know I'm sure there's people way more knowledgeable on certain things so a lot of people I've met buying art and um lucky for me a lot of artists like porn you know so um it's it's been a mutual thing but I also see there's a lot of similarities in the two worlds um there really is and that's not saying there's a lot of artists in both worlds but there's definitely a lot of similarities in um how society treats you and how the job works and how the industries work and the things you have to deal with like I remember you were dealing with piracy for instance um you know with the shirts um and other things and there's just when we talk even process wise um even though it's different you know it's completely different at the end of the day the outcomes are different the creative process I think there's a lot of similarities um it's just your skilled and I make porn, so it's uh, it's. So as far as it goes, though, I love art and the fact that we and my partner, my business partner, by the way. So I have a few business partners. They're more silent on a lot of the wood rocket stuff. They they agree to stuff, but they let me run uh, the management aspect of it. Um, one of our friends who's really into art. Also, we we all like have too much art for our houses. You know, we constantly, we have, you know, portfolios and, you know, just under the bed or we've got, you know, we've got whatever we've got. My garage is filled with art. My closets are filled with art. My walls were until I started moving and now they're down. But yeah, it, and it's a mix because uh, comics also, I'm a yeah, fan you're of- Yeah, you publishing a comic for a while. Um, it it was we we published for some other for some friends of ours, mm-hmm. um, but um, I probably shouldn't say which ones. Just you know I don't want to get right. them in trouble. But it's um, yeah we got into that world. I've never been. I started becoming a fan of comics after that when I was a kid. I read Spider Man. I read whatever. But there were a lot of years I didn't read any comics. I got yeah. back into it after I got into art. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I'm very lucky. I get to work with artists. I find that when I talk to an artist, I'm interested in the art talk. When I talk to, when artists talk to me, they're interested in the porn thing. So there's a mutual conversation <laughs> and I like that. I'm I'm glad I can bring something to the table because I've always felt, I've always had a very big inferiority complex when talking to artists. Cause wow. I always think, oh, not interested in what I do. And that goes for when I would talk to filmmakers. I also felt like I do very lowbrow shit. Um, and I think even in the art world, what's called lowbrow um, is like up here, what I do is like actual lowbrow stuff. <laughs> um, so it's it's hard, It's all, it was always kind of a fight You know, so when somebody talks to me, an artist talks to me or whatever, and we talk, I mean, I hope it works. And usually after time, I'm like, I'll let it go. And I'm like, oh, oh, we do get along. We are friends. Um, But I'm very fortunate that I think people see what we do more as a weird, okay, a weird art thing or a weird pop culture thing. And, you know, I think it helps artists like go, oh, you know, I can do work with that. We've had artists that I respect above and beyond um, you know, hang out with us, including yourself, and and work with us and want to work with us. Yeah. I get hit up for people wanting to work with us now. And it's uh, but yeah, I mean, some people, it's a little harder because their art doesn't fit into what we do exactly, and it would really be a stretch, mm-hmm. but I mean, and to be honest, ever since I got into, you know, we sell a lot of um, enamel pins. We sell a lot of adult coloring books. We sell earrings. We sell, you know, apparel. Um, It's made me feel closer to my artist friends who do that to survive, and my gallery friends who do that because, you know, selling paintings doesn't happen constantly, you know? I, I feel like uh, there's there's a meshing of the of the worlds, and um, the fact that I, I get to work with people and be friends culture. with people I'm friends with, that mm-hmm. makes it all worth it. You know, that's right. cool. Uh, I, I
1: I think it's a bit of a fringe culture kind of thing. Like, you know, like uh, there's a lot of artists, you know, obviously around the world, but we're, artists are not. A list celebrities, right? Like, you like, you take and they a- should be.
3: So, that's that's the thing. In my eyes, I'm but- not as, I'm never as starstruck. I've had celebrities come to set, I've had celebrities mm-hmm. offered to write shit. And, oh, yeah, like who? I can't say <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I. So- I
0: I, so Robert De Niro came to your set? <sighs>
3: no, some other people have, though. And, and, but I'm going to say- McConaughey
0: came to your set? Oh, what was he doing there?
3: <laughs> but but I'll tell you what, I'm never as starstruck as when I meet an artist that I'm inspired by um, or whose art I I love. Like, to me, you know, is that, like, there's just so many big artists. And you said it, it's still weird to me when i look at twitter twitter i think is the least friendly to artists mm-hmm. i mean obviously instagram is where you guys get a lot of viewers mm-hmm. but i i'm always amazed that i have like more followers than an artist who <laughs> i know is much bigger than i am you know like that's i think twitter's just a as porn friendly a medium as you can get right now oh it is um, yeah, you know so yeah i but no man, it's it's always like weird for me to to meet artists and hang out with artists because no matter how big of friends we are, when you talk about your art, I'm always kind of caught up in it, and I'm always kind of blown yeah, away.
1: But but the thing is, is what I, what I think that what I'm saying is that like you know, our artists are like even like the biggest artists like Cos, right? Like or you know like
3: <laughs> Bill Cosby, yes, or Co- oh, no, just Cos, <laughs> like, Cos Ca- one or
1: whatever. Like yeah, yeah he's huge in the art scene but like if you drop him in the middle of non-art world a non-art world he's nothing but you know, there he are
2: some
1: might have done something that maybe like one out of like a hundred people you know has you know or 300, One out of you know yeah one out of a hundred people have like seen like oh yeah you're that's the, pretty, the ex- you
0: know that's actually pretty good knowing there's only oh, like, seven billion or eight billion people in the world a lot of i was only thinking of stuff. the united
1: states i, I wasn't there's, thinking.
0: there's like a yeah there's so many who have seen this stuff now we're talking but, like i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah it's
3: hard for i think in this world you have to use the phrase going viral right i don't even know if it's really a phrase anymore but yeah. it's it's weird because a photo can go viral a meme can go viral a show can go viral an art piece if it's got Donald Trump flexing and he's got huge muscles can go viral out mm-hmm. of campiness uh but yeah you put a uh, mark ryden thing up there people may know you know and people pay how much for his stuff and you know same with english and all these guys and it's but english is best known probably for super me you right. know like it's mm-hmm. there's something where it takes it takes getting out of the art world to become uh, famous.
0: So like baseman doing a cranium box might might have got right. More people know they'll go, Oh he's the cranium guy. Right. But that's probably it may it may end there. And then the different art because he did yeah. coach,
3: right? So yeah, yeah. he did a coach maybe. thing. So that's oh, that's one of those things though that so it's...
0: Luke Luke Chu is the fallout boy cover guy. Uh,
3: yes.
1: That, that, that. It is yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, that, and that's, and that's thing. Yeah.
3: But do you, so? Do you embrace that? Yeah, I, I know the answer. But you know, <laughs> like you know, we're we're talking for people. So do you embrace that, or does I, that I, suck?
1: You know, it only because the the story behind the painting, um, is is tightly associated. Associated with an experience I had with the band or with uh, Pete Wentz, um, so like I'm proud of that piece, but um, and it's 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 a it's a funny story. I could tell it right now. It's I could tell it really quick if if you want to hear. I'd like it. To, I don't know yeah. that I've ever shared this story yeah. on, the, on the podcast, but basically, like I went to an art show with Pete, that Pete Wentz and the lead singer of Gym Class Heroes. Um, was doing at gallery 1988. And at the time, Pete Wentz was uh, engaged to that one movie star, I can't remember her name, but um, I was walking around the show. I, ne- I hadn't met them yet. Um, I-, I haven't met Pete Wentz yet, but like I remember walking around and noticing like this, there were so many people like all these dudes dressed up in like emo gear, freaking like that looked like Pete Wentz. Like it was a gallery full of alternatots and wannabe Pete Wentz's. And you know, then I finally met him and we talked and he was a really nice guy and really like, you know, really cool, just a good guy. And um, I took that experience you know, just thinking, I was just thinking to myself like, there's so many people that are emulating his look, but like probably know nothing about the guy in his personal life. And so if you look at the paint, the painting I did, it's basically a boy in a bear costume carrying an, a wild bear. And th- it's kind of the way I perceived that experience. It's a whole bunch of people in Pete Wentz costumes, you know, trying to carry a Pete Wentz. And um and so I just kind of tweaked that tweaked it to be like that. And then the name of the album sleeve, uh, the album folia which is like the madness between two or something like that. Um uh, is like just kind of wrapped it all together with a bow. Um wow. and I also did the typography for the album sleeve and um it you know, it's about idol worship. The, the, the cover is about idol worship and um I yeah and so yeah I'm you know it 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 couldn't have been done for a better you know example of a band. The funny thing is is that I don't I was never given a copy of the album. I've never heard any songs off of the <laughs> album. And um I you know I, I can like probably speak from like the little bits and pieces that I've heard. It's probably they're probably not a band that I. They're would, not for you. Yeah, would, yeah care for? Um, it did bring on some kind of drums between other bands that I had turned down. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> doing our, our work for.
0: Wait, who did you turn uh, down?
1: I'm I'm not going to say. Oh but...
3: come on! <laughs> but... Wait, was it Matthew McConaughey?
0: <laughs> or Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Uh, His band.
1: Bring that. Bring that. Uh, it was I mean, both of them. They had a uh, band. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: but so you passed. You passed on Nine Inch Nails, and oh,
1: I would not pass. I would not pass passed, on Nine Inch oh. Nails. That that's uh, a band He's I putting
3: was. it out there, by the way. Nine Inch. Nails. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I. The the thing is, is that um, I I was enchanted by the number. That um, they were, you know, they were telling me like the initial release was going to have a million, and wow. like I don't, ha- I, before that I've never had a million releases of anything.
0: Can I can I life. ask you something? So mm-hmm.
3: you did it as a painting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is it too bright? Am I getting too bright on here? No, you? Am I okay? Good. Okay, fine. okay. Good. Um, so do you keep the painting or do you give it to the band or their label
1: or i sold it uh, i sold them the painting and the
3: rights to the painting
0: okay okay so wow. they got it so they That's make t-shirts gonna... and stuff like that then right
1: i did not allow them to make t-shirts good for you Oh, really okay. <laughs> yeah I, 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 I gave them the rights to use it as an album sleeve and that was it's like and, i'll, and, and I'll give you the it. rights after i
3: listen to this album oh i
1: would have i, no, I would have been okay with you know, selling them the rights to do t shirts and other ephemera, but the, um, I would want to be paid for that. Of course.
0: So, yeah. You know, oh, they don't want to, they, they weren't doing that. Yeah, they weren't doing
3: that. So oh. it's like, that's crazy. Yeah. That is like yeah. <laughs> when you're a giant band. You like, would think.
0: You would think. I mean, you're going on tour. This is the album. There's the art in the album. A T-shirt with the art, album art, is a no-brainer, right? I did buy
1: bootleg versions of that T-shirt though. Oh, that's it, cool. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: found it on uh, one of those like digital T-shirt printing companies that, uh, and like someone had like shown the artwork out and put it on a wow.
3: shirt, like, like Redbubble on. or one of those
2: dudes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And,
0: yeah. Speak, speaking of piracy, you. We're going backwards a little bit. Um, you mentioned these tube sites. Uh, do you have to work with them, or if you and if you don't, do they just pirate your stuff?
3: Okay, this is a complex question, and no, I'll, I'll, I no, 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 and no, 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 I'll I'll give you my honest answer. Um, it's here's the thing. I I may be different than everybody else. Um, originally, yes, there's some like piracy helped bring down studios. Like, they helped take right. them down. They're no that business like, um,
0: model. Is that is that those, the red, what's it called? Red tubes or... Yeah, one of them. There were probably about 20 like 10, or 30. Oh, there's that many? Oh, oh, maybe even more.
3: You know, they just, they were everywhere. And the thing about it is, um the thing about it is that there's no governing body that's going to really go after people pirating porn. So mm. it's one of those things where... um it's a tough one. So it happened. And again, in my head, I go, well, YouTube can do it. I don't know that I have as hard feelings. Maybe we just have to adapt, you know, um, if it's not illegal, I don't know that I can hate it and for being a part of an industry that was built by the mob. You know, it's, it's really a tough one, a lot of gray area here. But over the years, what has happened is, um, as they've become the most watched guys, um, they've made it easier to take down your porn to complain about somebody putting up. Um, and it's not like the studios were like all nice and clean and cool and easy to deal with before. Uh, they didn't make it any easier for people to feel bad for them, a lot of them, as this shit happened. Um, But I think evolution took hold. And, you know, I would call Pornhub a tube site, and yet it's the most watched porn it, you know, porn platform in the world. And I think they're doing it right. I mean, again, there will be things people call them out for. I can't speak for those things. I can't. I don't run the company. I do, you know. But out of everybody. They're the only company when Black Lives Matter happened, happened, you know, as a movement and really pushed. They're the only people I spoke to that were like, oh, we're going to set a program up and we're going to train. We discussed a program, pushing a program forward that, a fund for people of color in the industry, um, physically giving them, you know, parodies and movies to do and a training program. And that's still moving forward. They're the first people. Now, I know you can't say this is good, this is bad. But if somebody pirates my stuff, I contact them. They take it down. There's a program where they take it down. They move it over to your account, and you get paid the money that those people would have gotten paid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's you know I it's hard to to argue that the tube sites now are the bad guys. You know, um, and there's
0: literally twenty.
3: There's probably a lot more now. That. There's probably like oh, wow. there's twenty. Jo- I'm gonna tell you. There's probably twenty in the top fifty viewed websites on Earth. You know, right?
0: That that, that and those never make it into any list. Be except for an. A, right. Like, they don't. They don't tell you that stuff. No. They'll say. Enough. They'll say. They'll say. Uh, Reddit is number five in the world, and you know whatever. Some right? of the lists
3: have yeah. it. You know, I mean, uh, look. They do. Okay. Pornhub's got to be in. Like, I believe in the top ten. There's probably like two or three. Right. Um.
0: You know, Who's running these sites. sites, by the way? Are these like corporations, and you know, are these like uh, basically like the guy, you know, the owner of Reddit, that type of a guy, or are these yeah, like there's... are these like kids, smart kids, type of thing? I or... think at
3: the time when they started, they were. Um, mm-hmm. I think they've evolved to giant corporations, and right. uh, uh, I don't know where the money's from or where you know. I don't know if there's angel investors or there's you know. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but Um, These are smart, smart people. So Um, these
0: aren't, it's not like Russian, Russian. I'm sure there's some,
3: don't get me wrong, but the people (laughs) I deal with, so MindGeek is a company I deal with. I deal with Pornhub specifically. Um, I haven't really dealt with people outside of them lately, but um, Pornhub is, you know, they have a few offices, but when I talk to them, they're um, a lot of analysts there's a lot of business people um there's uh bureaucracy you know it's 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 uh it's a business um they have a lot of employees um they have you know this section of writers and these people running merch and these people running that yeah and um i'm gonna close that give me one second go for it
0: probably probably uh porn (laughs) hub is probably as boring as can be in the offices it's oh i bet it, it, yeah. probably,
1: it, it probably is
0: you probably it probably look like <laughs> probably like, like you know. having
1: they probably have a section because like you know imagine like how
3: many uploads sorry like, sun's beating uh, down on me yeah um mm. yeah it's
0: uh we're thinking we're just saying porn hub offices are probably as boring as can be
3: i mean i think they i when i've seen it first nice building everybody mm. is super nice like
0: wait where are they are they in vegas
3: no, no, no. Um, Are they I Silicon Valley? They're all over. One of their main offices is in Montreal. Oh, okay. Um, and I've been to that one. And it's, yeah, it's people. When I worked as a TV executive and I worked in programming, it reminded me a lot of that. Like, you know, a lot of people in button-downs, shirts walking through and slacks, walking past security, you buzz in, and uh, yeah. they go for lunch breaks and they... And they know their shit. You know, that's the thing is they, their business just happens to be porn. Yeah. Um, Uh, So the business, it's it's a business like anything else. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: But where's the sloppy part of porn at? Like, where's that?
3: So what what do you mean? We've,
0: we've talked a lot about like this great, like a corporate structure and your business clean. Where's the shitty porn at? like, I mean, it's everywhere. It that it's, still exists. Yeah, it, it still exists. <laughs> that, that, and I think, that doesn't fall through the cracks into like nothingness type of again, thing? Again,
3: I think it, so in the 90s and 2000s, it really became business. Um, a lot of CEOs that um, went to Wharton and they, you know, they gra- graduated with business degrees and they really launched a company expecting to be publicly traded. Wow. Um,
0: that's crazy. And
3: a lot of them got very close, and maybe there's some that did make it. Um, the Sex Toys Company, same thing. Um, but then membership sites started happening. And I think that was a lot of like young people um, in Florida or wherever where they could just shoot cheap and do whatever.
0: Oh, you mean they just make their own websites and start their yeah. own production companies, whatever it is? And
3: that's where I started wow. when I started yeah. in Like, so. I started there too, I understand. And it was just me on like a few thousand dollars trying to figure it out.
0: So you had a website and then people became members of that website?
3: Nobody became members, which is why I I had to drop those websites. (laughs) But yes, yes, I had websites. (laughs) I had some members, but not enough. I didn't know enough about traffic. Uh, I see. Sending traffic to places, especially then. That was in the 90s. But... You know, they started there. It started kind of... Then it went to, like, here's people in Florida and here's people oh, in L.A.
0: The Florida. That's Kimbo Slice people. Right, right. Yes. Right? And What's they that? became business later. Kimbo when Slice made- was... He was an MMA fighter, but he was associated with... A, Reality uh, Kings. Uh, yeah, some porno thing. And yeah. They were they were managing him and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, they huh, sponsored right? him. They, Yeah. They, uh, he passed away a little while ago, but he yeah. was, like... You know, he'd have a Reality King thing on his uh, pants and uh, he did a lot of promos for them. Um, so what happened was there were like studio system, um, mainly Chatsworth, Porn Valley. Um, then what happened was the membership site started happening. Then it expanded to Florida. And then you had Florida, which is more amateurs. um, and reality sites and then you had studio system or features and Gonzo. And then these guys started buying up these guys. These guys started becoming businesses and vice versa. And then all of a sudden tube sites start popping up and clip stores and cam modeling. And the thing about there was they're small companies or they're hidden companies so they could go anywhere. So the reason people had California as their headquarters was because it was essentially there's a loophole in the system that makes it not illegal to shoot them everywhere else with the exception of New Hampshire doesn't have that loophole Florida didn't frown on it you know raised on girls gone wild out there they kind of said okay and they're Florida so you know they kind of just let it happen and only stepped in when they had to And then the internet really brought about all these little guys. And there were people here and people in Canada and people in Russia and people in Prague. And it grew out of that and it expanded everywhere. And then when those guys grew and they joined up with the studios and they joined up with the Florida guys, so they still kind of became based everywhere. But then cam modeling and clip stores and tube sites Made it so people would do it from home, and what happened was small businesses could be anywhere in people's living rooms, in their bedrooms, in their basements. So it started kind of expanding, and then that free porn, you know, a lot of it killed off the studio system, killed off the membership system.
0: So they, is Vivid still? Is Vivid still in business?
3: They sold the company, as far as I know. Um, they don't. They haven't done anything and it's it's a weird one because we're in this place where everybody knows like only fans know which is a clip store membership it's just a reinvention of membership oh. sites here's the problem I see um you the tube sites as they're not the bad guys now they set the precedence of porn should be free a lot of people don't ever want to pay for porn Um, The people that pay for porn die out, you know, they physically die or they go, I don't have the extra cash. I'm going to do it this month. And then one month becomes two months. and Two months becomes three. I believe eventually everybody will, you know, like pay for your porn is a hope. And I think that every new system that seems great right now is going to become an outdated system eventually because there's nobody saying piracy is illegal for porn. And that's a huge problem, but it's what's happened and so it's going to be hard to find a couple places that survive. So I believe the paid places are fads now. That's my opinion. Everybody will tell me otherwise, but
1: Right, like the, do do people like who actually pays for premium
0: on Pornhub?
3: Um not as many people as watch it for free. <laughs> and that's always going to be the problem. Wait, this
0: is going to be a dumb question. What's the difference? If you're um, watching pr- porn, what's premium? Premium? Like, is that where you get the doo doo videos and stuff like that?
3: No, 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 no. Because <laughs> oh, okay. they still have, darn, you can't upload certain things. And if they catch oh. it, they pull it down, you know? So, oh. um, but. Uh,
0: Luke was about to start putting money down if there was doo doo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Get that um, porn. That's in
3: uh in the German version. Of,
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Or das, Japanese. Das Pornhub. Or
3: Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um but <laughs>
0: Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: But there's like
3: higher you can't get four K on regular. I mean maybe it's changed, but last year that's You the, can't get four That's 4K. the difference? Um it was H D for a while. You could only get S D for a while um Uh, certain things like we used to upload only we used to upload a longer version of our parodies to premium so mm -hmm. that was behind a paywall you get like 10 minutes shorter on of per scene on uh on that some people will just put up teasers and on premium they do it this way you know um
0: well you have to be a aficionado like it's it's actually very uh yeah yeah (laughs) i I think so i i don't yeah you have to be really into it
3: but i think if you want like higher quality like things like that it's there but if you're just looking to get off i don't like i think people just tend to go there again i'm not saying it's the right thing i would love it if everybody paid for porn but Mm. i'm a realist and i've been at it a long time and i know that if you give people stuff for free and you don't tell them it's wrong to have it for free, and there's a couple of people going, "Hey, it's wrong, but they're they're not reaching everybody. um the majority of people are going like, "Hey, I want to watch it for free," or a comedian says it is a joke on t v more people are going to go, "Yeah, that guy watches it. I can talk about it um i It's just one of those things if
0: I guess, but it is free then, right, literally it's it's theirs is yeah people yeah. still
3: sell it i mean they still have membership sites right they still have premium sections uh camming for instance which is a more interactive version and live version that's not always free right but yeah. some of these sites are giving a lot away for free so it's going to be hard to take it away from people after right. every time you do that it takes it away that's why wood rocket when we launched we're like We got to figure out how to make money some other way on this because it has to be free to compete. There's no way to give it... We can't sell... When I started in DVDs and DVDs were making a bit of a comeback, there was a lot of money in DVDs. There was a lot of money in membership sites. There's no... If you sell 300 DVDs, consider yourself lucky now.
0: Wow. You know,
3: and that goes for the last, like... 10 years. Like if you no. sell, you could see it going from tens of thousands of DVDs to a thousand DVDs.
0: Wait, about what about is Isn't there any kind of a, you know, like how LPs are kind of back and cassettes are kind of cool for porn. There's nothing. There's no like, Oh, the VHS You got to You don't have you know, the, you're not going to release it on VHS. There's
3: <laughs> no porn <laughs> hipster mentality. Um, you know, okay. there's, no, <laughs> there's no, okay. Okay. There's not True. a
0: coolness to it. I mean, I, I was like, I was like make a make a super eight box you know yeah there, there were
3: some people by the way like I think oh, really yeah. did a good job of making their porn cool people like uh Burning Angel who had a lot of the tattooed uh performers in the beginning um but it's not that club anymore you know it used to be like a club and Wood Rocket we Kind of treat it like that.
0: Your your sounds like the cool one now to me. I
3: I think of us as the cool kids. I don't I don't, <laughs> you know, we do what we want. We're not just about the set. We we sell enamel pins and and things. You know, <laughs> I I think we do on Etsy. Z's. Yes, actually, our store is uh, on, on Etsy. Etsy.
0: Yeah. Okay. There you go. We
3: did Etsy way before we did Amazon, and way before we sell to we sell the regular stores like the adult stores. Awesome, um, but. Um, you know, I think to know us and to talk to us, I think we're the cool I mean everybody thinks of the cool kid, but I like to think of us as the cool kids, you know. um we're not doing we're doing stuff that I think when I was a kid, I watched trauma movies, you know, um right. I loved like toxic event. I love that world, you know, I loved like getting the trauma magazine, and I loved, you know reading it and i love being a part of that Mm. i see wood rocket as kind of that um i wish we did it more and maybe this year is a year we do like a wood rocket club you know um as things kind of thin out in one area we're evolving so i spoke to a friend of mine um uh igor uh smith he's a photographer he does zines he does all sorts of things he shoots for everybody from Hustler to Rolling Stone to, to Vice. And he's done some stuff for us. And we've talked a lot about um, putting out a zine or things like that. Um, we've talked uh, cool about- Cool kid,
0: cool kids. You're going to be at a zine fest next. See, but
3: I mean, but my brain <laughs> is artist brain also, like art collector brain where I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Cool. I want a Tashin book. You know, like, so <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what we do. So we kind of just wing it. And maybe that makes us not cool kids. Because we only wing it, you know. Uh, We don't. We aren't very good at planning.
0: Would you ever make a non-porno movie or non-adult movie, and just make a movie? Yeah, adult. Um, I guess.
3: Yes, uh, we're we're we've helped put together a horror film that's coming up. Mm. Um, I don't know if they want us to talk about it, so maybe I don't. I, you know, I use my real name on some of it, but. um, But your name's not Lee. Uh, it's not believe it or not yeah I, i've got a lot of nicknames so you know shithead fuck face stop doing that you ruined my childhood but um you know it's it's one of those things uh i so we had something we were doing something we had um we have a youtube channel that we haven't updated in forever we tried it and we used a lot of people from the wood rocket team and it was called neato and we tried a lot more art things and a lot more fun things we had like um something called overreactions which are reaction videos to the maximum degree so watching um watching silence of the lambs while wearing a straight jacket and uh watching blair witch project in the woods at midnight in the middle of nowhere and um things like that and we do a lot of weird fun youtubey things but um i'm trying to think we oh we were going to produce a cartoon that was we, we had an animated thing we did an indiegogo for it um we had uh, some people attached there were other people attached to do it on the mainstream side so it wouldn't be leroy myers it would be we'd separate it
0: right you don't need. Um, what's your do you, do you let people know your real name
3: only friends um oh. it's gotten out there people have said it i don't mind if it gets said here and there it's not like end of the world it's not like oh. you know
0: um, all right hector Hector, right. don't, don't, Hector. We won't tell anyone. Hector, yeah. Hector. Um,
3: but it's uh, we had a lot of people involved. We even had um a lot of artists uh, involved in the beginning. We were gonna do um I had I don't know if Luke was involved at the beginning. I think you were the co episode. Yeah, oh no, but the uh, the the animator animated thing, uh fight No probably not. You were on a hiatus at the time, if I remember correctly. Maybe uh, but um Travis Louie was gonna do like uh, a frame. It was gonna be still frames for the opening sequence and we'd do prints. Um, So we were gonna do, Travis Louie was doing, Gary Texali was doing some, and Mm. um, some friends like NC Winters and people like that. We we talked to a few different people doing different things for it. And we had like um, some stars, some comedians and some athletes involved in it. And we didn't raise enough money to do shit. So what happened was, um, we said it sat a long time and I had started thinking, let's do some mainstream things. And we did a pilot for a TV show, uh, with a comic with Brendan Graham, um, who does comic books for image, Met, for image comics. And he's done uh, a few of those and he's a friend. And so we did a pilot for a sci-fi series hmm. and that made me think, uh, What if we try doing this on the opposite side? What if we make it a porno cartoon where you can cut the porn out of it and it has mainstream people involved? So I took it to Pornhub, who are my partners on a lot of production stuff. Mm. And so we're working on it now as a mainstream porno thing where we'll cut the porn out and Mm. it'll be an R-rated... Uh cartoon series. And it's called Fight Nader, and it's got a bunch of people involved. And uh we're almost done that. And once that's done, to be honest, I've fallen in love with doing um animation. And the fact that I don't have to oh, cool. go out is real great. Um and film <laughs> people. Uh but I really love it. I, I I would consider doing that and some horror films and things like that. Fun stuff. Again, I don't want to do I've been offered movies before, mainstream movies before. Mm. Um, Aside from parodies, I've done like Harlequin looking romance things at the beginning of my career, and people like that. And I got offered like dramatic roles. And later on, I've pitched things and I've had things offered. And I never walk away feeling good about what I'm offered. So, if I'm doing them, it's one thing. If I'm doing stuff with friends, it's one thing. I don't have to do a movie, and I've gotten a lot of my created um, energy that was pent up out with the porn.
0: And when I write a script,
3: <laughs> I write a script. I can be that's, that's as, a great
0: uh, one line right there. I love it. I,
3: <laughs> I I get it all out, and I I don't feel feel unfulfilled in any way. Um, so I'll do one. If one comes along, hopefully we can make one happen again. I'm, we'll see what the next year brings. Um, I'm, we're going to be by coast by country. Um, I'm, wow. I'm Canadian. So we're, we're expanding into, uh, Canada, uh, next month. Um, awesome. so we're going to, is that where you're
0: moving? Cause you said you're moving. You're yeah. Moving to Canada? Um,
3: so I'm, I, we're we're going to have an apartment in Vegas. Uh, we may open up something in California again uh, next year if things calm down with COVID, um, wow. and if Trump uh, leaves office. And oh, okay. um, but you know, going to Canada, my hometown, going back where oh I don't I can, I can live in a place which isn't a shitty tiny place now and be able to expand and think things through and do things well. And even if it's porn, um, you know, I'm happy to go back somewhat successful. You know, I have a successful business and I'm not embarrassed by the things I do, even though I use a fake name, I, (laughs) I, but I'm happy to kind of go back and, you know, get all the other shit that's happening in the States out of my head. Um, concentrate on doing stuff and they've got such a good film industry and being Canadian, there's opportunities to get funding for things. And, you know, even porn, even, um, not porn, but, oh, okay. you know, there were TV series out there that were about porn culture, uh, following porn people around. And to be honest, I'd love to do ask a porn star as a spin-off. You know, I'd that love to, cool. to me. That would be fun. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so, I, have a I have a question. That's kind of, I guess, related. Yeah. And I, I guess I have that's be my final question. Um, Can I so ask some you're... art
3: questions next? No. Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> next episode. No, but you mentioned
0: um, you mentioned ask a porn star. Yeah. Is the concept of a porn star the same as it was before? Because my to me, when I say that's porn a very star, good question by I'm, the way, I'm still I'm still thinking Jenna Jameson. Right. Uh maybe Sasha Grey because she became a star outside of porn yes. as well yeah um i'm trying to think though like i don't know anyone else like I, you know like as a household name right I, ron jeremy right that that's my next one it's maybe like, don't I, admit that to people but yeah yeah i know <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah like i don't really know he's the only male porn star no i, I like, absolutely
3: I know. I, look there and these are of, older
0: this is older i think they're somewhat older right Than yeah the, yeah, yeah yeah
3: i mean they yeah. and and it's but it's the industry's evolved. The concept of yeah. porn stars evolved. And nobody will ever agree on what it means. Now, I'm going to tell you that we do the series and I use porn performers. Um, to me, a porn star is somebody that stars in porn. Simple. Sure. Yeah. To some porn stars, that it feels like gatekeeping, but I hear like, oh, you're not a porn star. You're not this. I don't like the gatekeeping of it. And part of me is saying fuck off to the gatekeeping, to the gatekeepers um, by calling everybody who stars in porn a porn star, Um, even if they appeared once, even if they their answers aren't going to be so good if they appeared once. But, you know, I believe a porn star is somebody who starred in porn Um, or even cams, whatever, which is a type of porn. I don't believe in the gatekeeping aspect, which is you have to be this and you have to be that. Um, I just see it that way. And I think it's a title that anybody can and should hold. Does it mean anything anymore? I think back in the day, I think even back when Sasha Gray was doing it. um, Let me think here. I shot one one of her last movies. She was in one of my parodies. And she was, I real, I liked her very much. She was very nice. Um, she, I shot with her in probably 20, 2010, probably 2010, uh, maybe even 2009. As she was in the Seinfeld parody. And she did a couple other things. She left after that. Um, and, you know, I think with her, yeah, maybe the porn star, uh, moniker lost some of its meaning. Um, I think when you had to invest time in somebody, when you had to buy a DVD and the DVDs cost $30 a piece, or you had to buy a VHS and they cost a lot more than that, you had to invest money and time. into. You had to know you'd like somebody to invest in that because if you bought it and you didn't like it, you, could, you couldn't just return it. They don't take back sticky tapes. So... Um, <laughs> But over the last, you know, ten years, maybe fifteen years, it's it's become this thing where you don't have to become invested, and yeah, you can have a million great. different people in their basement. Again, there's clip stars, there's cam models, there's porn performers, there's everybody out there. Right? Um, who knows? Like, who to call? What anymore? Um, but you don't but have is, to is, invest the time in it.
0: But is there ever like you wanting to actually go back to that and creating this star? It'd be kind of, it sounds like a fun project almost. It's is, a, you know, it's a, I, like I th- behind the scenes, like, Oh, I'm going to, I want to create the household name. Like who's that, you know, the next household name of adult cinema. I, I like I it.
3: I still think, I think though, if there's still people that have that status, even like, I'll, I'll give you a great example. And she doesn't, perform anymore but she's still associated with porn. Um, Asa Akira perfect example and I she's in the cartoon we're doing she did a voice for it and honestly I'm going to say this I don't know if she watches this but one of my favorite people I've ever worked with in porn. She is the easiest going like just super courteous like again sometimes you're stuck on a set and people like I've kept people on sets for hours and it sucks I get it (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, but she's always been super kind and okay. Well, she's still like, that's already like, she's been out of that industry or is she in the industry still? I'm not still, sure. Uh, but...
3: She works with Pornhub. So but she she's runs... kind of, she's
0: kind of old school, right? Sort like, of. Me, I mean, like... she
3: only left, like, you know, it's not like she left a lot. She was in some of Wood Rockets first.
0: But she's, I mean, scenes. she's, she is a porn star from like, I feel like an older era.
3: I don't think she became, I could be wrong, but I think like, I don't know. 2010s, like early 20, th- 2008, 2009. She were really her growth years. I could say, yeah, I, I, I it could have been a little earlier than that. But she's somebody it's, who maybe, I think,
0: maybe she's the last one I, I could even name. There's, like, there's a couple but that's out like old there though. Me. Like do you know there's Riley okay.
3: Riley Reed? I think has a big following.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know who that. Again, is.
3: these are people that I think <laughs> they hit the last of the DVDs, right? And they carried over. Um, those are the last people that I think people that don't know people, they know these people um, right. and they know them from social media and they know them from this and that. Now, Right. Um, I think because they crossed over, you know, Asakira was a big porn star. She became bigger with the David Cho show. Sure, but, and Yeah. The podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. It reaches Other up. things, yeah. I think you need that now to be a porn star. Uh-huh. A porn star in bracket, in quotations. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it means anything anymore. Yeah. I just consider everybody who's in porn a porn star. And again, if it doesn't, at least it pisses some people off. And, uh, you know, I just think, yeah, maybe it died out with the Jenna Jamesons and the Sasha Grays and the maybe it did maybe it did not some people still think porn star you go to a convention or when there were conventions way back in 20 or 2020 <laughs> january <laughs> um, you know um, there were there are people there that would say you're a porn star you know right. but yeah some people reflect on like Tara Patricks when the last porn stars or,
0: oh yeah that's old school too yeah but right 15 years ago exactly like
3: and uh, she's still camming she's still doing wow. these things and she's got um, the following and again we worked with her on she was on ask a porn star and great but yeah i don't know we work with you know now that there's only fans tabitha stevens you know good friends with her and her husband and you know they're she's a porn star like but the title isn't what it is I don't know that it needs a title now. You know, I think there's so many different sub genres and sub platforms and platforms and you know, medias and they only show boobs, they don't show this. They're cosplay models, they're not I I
0: guess it's like that outside (laughs) it's like that outside of porn, right? There's a famous YouTubers that I don't even know who they are and they're there's they get ten million views or something like that on a video. They're more popular
3: than any of us.
0: Yeah. Or uh, yeah. even even I mean, people know who Joe Rogan is, but a lot of people don't know that he's one of the most successful comedians. Right. right. That world. They don't know, but they know. Oh, and his podcast might be a top five podcast of all of them. Right. Well, and it's people don't guys even know that. Though,
3: like, I mean, oh, we're, we're before...
0: gigantic. No, 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 no. But I mean,
3: oh. I'll, I'll give you like, it's maybe the perfect <laughs> example, like uh, juxtapose and all these things come out. Nobody's heard of a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Right back to that yeah
3: so but you know who were the superstars of art at the time there wasn't social media now the superstars are people that are only popular like some of them it's just because of instagram True. you know um so it's hard to say yeah what anything everything's chaos now and it's yeah, not just the, wild it the wild west it is it really yeah. is i yeah, i wow. don't know what anything is up is down down is up dogs and cats you know anyways it's it's hard to say what anything is i think the definition is the important part the titles are shit
0: yeah you know as they Um, usually are
3: and now everybody needs three or four revenue streams to survive anyways so you could be an artist and a product a merchandiser and uh a comic book person and this you could you could be anything um I don't know. I mean, look at you, but it's truth. Like, it's, is Giant is Robot a magazine? I don't know if you do the uh, magazine. But, no.
0: But I... We, we stopped when porn died, I guess. I'm going to tell you, you I
3: love the magazine. <laughs> when, <laughs> that was one of my favorite... Ma- I would read Juxtapose Thank you. and Giant Robot, and that was basically it for me. But um, we weren't,
0: wait, I used to... Yeah, Giant Robot and Juxtapose, the other way around. <laughs> what? Oh, oh yeah. I would read them. Juxtapose, uh, Giant Robot... <laughs> And then juxtapose. Oh,
3: okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but it's um, you know, you sell Wait, products. I
0: wasted a minute on that.
3: <laughs> but you sell products. Yeah, you make sure. products. You, yeah, you no, you're a do. do
0: Yeah, all of it. What are
3: you? It's hard to say what you are. Um, but one thing's for sure, is I'm probably not an artist. <laughs>
0: that's, I'm not an artist either. That's so. probably same, the one. Same thing. here. Yeah. And on I mean, that note. Is that, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was awesome. We went way over time, but yeah. Sorry, yeah. It was awesome.
1: Okay. No,
3: no, no. It was, yeah. Anyways, thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks so
0: much, man. Oh,
3: thank you, guys. This is an honor. That was amazing. I mean, clearly, amazing. it's an honor. <laughs> and I, clearly, he's lost his arm, but I've, yeah, I've been this.
1: wanting you on this podcast for a while now, and you, you know, it was, you're you're great. So well, thank you.
0: All right, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks. And uh, wait, where do people find you? Woodrocket.com?
3: Woodrocket.com or go to Etsy and just search <laughs> Woodrocket. Our store's there. We're on Amazon. And actually, our products are in most search. The YouTube channel. I don't know all the, all the links. Uh, our Pornhub channel, anywhere. you can. Always Woodrocket, right? Yeah. Always Woodrocket.com. No problem. Alrighty. All right. Cool. Nice.
0: Thanks, everybody.
3: Thank you. Thank all you. Right. Thank you.